This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show, with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Mike? Please show uh, Lance and Claire to the studio. Can you do that for me? Right this way. Oh, God, this guy. You know what he does? He just, he makes it hard. I need help. I don't need him making it hard. So we've got that microphone. You can talk into that one, Claire, okay? And then we've got Lance Bangs here. You can talk into the mic. The studio is setting up for you. Cans help. The hat comes off. The cans go on. <laughs> when Lance Bangs takes that hat off, you know it's business, right? <laughs> you, you 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 wear a hat so well, Lance. It's to keep the hair out of my ass. Is that why? Yeah. It's active. I don't like hats. Like I'm, you know. You don't like them. But you know what I you know what I think you do like though? Directing. <laughs> you direct a million things, Lance Bangs. And Clara Kane, we have so much to talk about. Oh man. You. Yes. Mike. Wait till you find out <laughs> the connection that Claire has to this show. She has a connection to it that no, maybe no one else has. What's the most memorable story I've told over the last five years of the show, Mike? Patty Smith and the <laughs> Yes. And I'm going to tease this by saying, guess who saw it? So the elements go down. Yes. Get a load of this. She was not in the elevator. That was just two <laughs> people. Me and Patty. Humble Pie. The spirit of we, Humble Pie. We will talk about this in a moment. But what I want to tell everybody. You two are joined together. Two forces becoming Voltron-like now. One plus one becomes eleven. Wow. Because you have a show now. It's called Flop House. Yeah. Right? That's yep. it. And it's a part of this Vice. Vice is this uh multinational corporation that is <laughs> one it's bigger than Pillsbury at this point, right? <laughs> you yeah. bet. It's probably like below Exxon. <laughs> But like above, like Purina. Purina, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like Purina is looking up at Vice yeah. now. Mm-hmm. They're just like with puppy dog eyes. Yeah. 
Mike, sidebar. You reminded them that this is a, not a this is not a toilet podcast. This is not flop house where they can say whatever they want. Did you? Oh, we know the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure you should. Jonah Ray was in here last week. Yeah, you think was that he was that? a longshoreman all of yeah. a sudden? <laughs> Guy's like, I know the show. I know the show. And then he uh, drops the f bomb with the two times in three minutes, like yeah. he was trying to set a record, like it was a race. <laughs> so. So you have this show, Flophouse, yeah. part of the Vice. What is it called? Viceland? Viceland. Viceland, which mm-hmm. is their network. Yeah, it's a TV network that we started kind of secretly building in the fall of 2014. Mm-hmm. And just kind of uh, Spike Jones is a creative director. And, Spike Jones. Yep. Yes. And started trying to make uh, shows that were – the first batch of them were not scripted. They're just things that are sort of documentary-based or, or traveling people we thought were interesting and mm-hmm. following them and making uh, – TV shows out of it. And it, it's running on cable. Like it, it took over what was History Channel 2. And so. H2. For, yep. So for people that still have cable or TV, mm-hmm. like they can watch it that way. Or it's Some also- of us haven't cut the cord yet. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say this. Try watching some of the stuff. You end up staring at a buffer thing half the time. Right. So no, people shouldn't, it's not, it hasn't been sorted out yet. <laughs> yes. So you can watch it that way or you can watch it online or through YouTube or like an app. Okay. But essentially, uh, one of the things I wanted to make was a show that, that covered underground comedy and emerging young comedians. Mm-hmm. And Claire and I had met, I had a, a show at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland. Yes. Uh, that I had her perform on and realized that there were these kind of pockets of interesting people living in different houses and crash pads across the country that were kind of supporting each other and, you know, Claire might stay at the Sylvan House in San Francisco and then move down to Los Angeles when she wanted to do shows there, mm-hmm. but would let people from the Bay Area come crash with her or this kind of like emerging pattern of people moving from Denver to Atlanta to, you know, Chicago and then coming back to Los Angeles and all doing shows and helping each other out. Mm-hmm. So we kind of started making short documentaries about the lives of people like Claire and then throwing a house party and having people perform in the garage or on the rooftop or backyard. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. It's, it's been uh, great. I saw the first one, yeah, which I thought was really good. Yeah, Thanks. congratulations. Oh, thank you so congratulations. much. Congratulations. Thank you. Some friends of the show. I, know I say. It. I like when I say it, and it sounds like I'm like <laughs> either a I'm talking to four year olds, or I secretly hated it, and uh-huh. I'm, I'm like congratulations, congratulations. It's like, ooh, that was a weird, weird way to say you liked it. So you hated it? No, I liked it. Good. That's just the way I talk to people. <laughs> That's why I'm on the more friendless side of the <laughs> spectrum. It tends to be a turn off when you want to consider hanging out with someone or not. Well, how do they talk to me? Man, he talks to me like I'm a four-year-old. <laughs> I think we'll go hang out with somebody who talks to me like an adult. That's my problem. It is not your problem. It's not the problem of Flophouse or Viceland. So this network... Yeah. Spike Jones, Lance Bangs. We tried to get you to do some stuff. No, you didn't. We tried to get you to do that thing where I'd sneak into the sporting events. And you never made time. I didn't make time. I said I couldn't. <laughs> wow. No. I, you wanted to go to like a football game or something. You're like, you ever go to a football game? <laughs> yeah, they're horrible. It's, yeah, they're the worst thing ever. You go to like a, a like a baseball game or a basketball game and it's like, Fun and and 
well lit and like <laughs> colorful and exciting and you go to like a football game and it's just cold and just every degenerate is there just you can't see what's good you have no idea what's going on on the field but it made for better conversations that was a whole setup well we couldn't if we john and i you asked john and i yeah we couldn't we couldn't make it happen schedule wise we were all over the map at that point you tell me you can't find a home it's vice it's called vice land and 10 feet away You've got AP Mike out there. Wow. You can't pair him with Spike Jones. Think of him with Spike Jones. That'd be amazing. What do you think Spike Jones would make of AP Mike? We'd sort of uh, go meet everyone at Masa's Tavern, Mm -hmm. follow them home. Gritty, real. Yeah. Yeah. See what they never got around to doing in their life and then uh, go film them trying to make it happen. Just picture, I think Spike Jones, uh, he goes into Masa's. He, uh, he, he, uh. Probably says, uh, I went there a few weeks ago, went in to say hi to Mike as I was passing by on a Sunday. And I go in, drink a seltzer water, and then, uh, leave. Slap, I like tipped Mike 10 bucks. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to rub that in Mike's face, but. And then I leave and this, the, the people there say to Mike, who was that MFR? That's all they start saying. Like, who was that guy? Oh, you mean the one who tipped for his drink? Yeah, that was, uh, not one of, not one of your kind. Someone who was appreciative and didn't outstay their welcome. <laughs> didn't nurse one drink, uh, till the end of time. Yeah, that was, uh, his name was Tom. But picture, Spike Jones goes into masses. I think there's a swirly in his future, right? <laughs> But wouldn't it be exciting if he bought one of his own movies in the Dwayne Reed parking lot? That would be great. Right? Like, Mike sells him a copy of Her. <laughs> well, first of all, Mike doesn't sell the movies. Did you bring in Her, though, Mike? What's that? Her? Uh, no, I actually saw that in the movie theater. Oh, you saw it in the theater. You didn't actually. For some reason, I can picture a street copy of Her floating through this. Through the studio at one point. <laughs> so what else is on? What else? Are, you've been doing this for, for uh, almost a couple of years now, right? Yeah, sort of like late 2014 that we started. And then uh, we started hiring more people like in early 2015 and running around and making a bunch of shows. Mm-hmm. There's another show called Party Legends where we we probably also might have reached out to you or some of your friends to get stories that we would then animate. All this reaching out. Why am I not? <laughs> why is nobody's... You asked me to go to a football game. What? So what is it? It's it's. It's so it's people telling their best stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, funniest, wildest, weirdest stories, often with drinking or, mm-hmm. or being out socially or things going wrong, or tour stories from bands or performance stories from comedians. Sure. And then uh, pairing up with like interesting young animators and and doing it through Starburns, Dan Harmon's yeah. animation company, and uh, making these animated pieces for them. That's awesome. And all these things are starting to. Sp- they're starting to roll out. Yeah, the the network just went on the air yesterday. Uh, well, the congratulations! The that, thanks. That's fantastic. And uh, Flophouse, a show that Claire's on, it runs on Thursday nights at ten thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you wanted to go online, you could probably see it now. It's already up there on YouTube okay. and on the it's website. Yeah. Yes, it's out there. Right. Mm-hmm. 
people could what torrent it. Yeah. Like I look at I look at the young person and say the word torrent, torrent. right? You guys torrent stuff, right? Dot wave yeah. file. Yeah, don't you like turn that into like a yeah dot wave file? Now you Lance Bangs, yeah, you've directed so many things. I'm gonna just name some of the things here. All sorts of stand-up specials. Todd Barry's crowd work special you did. That. Yeah. You went all across the country with him on that. Yep. You did Marin's uh, special You're a few in years it. ago, which I'm in. Yep. That was the day of the Boston, Boston <laughs> Marathon <laughs> really? bombing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. And then that day, like the, 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 pre- the prep for a thing like that happens in the early afternoon. You guys were yeah. working. You guys were getting the... The Le Poisson Rouge ready for filming when the news Correct. came Correct, yeah, when the news came through. Yeah, because I was walking down the street in New York, and some guy said, he screamed out, they just blew up the marathon and bought, like, you know when you know when news is, like, not coming in yet, and you're not yeah. sure what it is? Some guy said on the street corner, waiting across, he said, they just blew up the Boston Marathon they just blew up the Boston Marathon, and they're going to blow us up next. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm, oh boy, can't wait to watch that comedy <laughs> show that's about to. And then Mark was like, what am I supposed to do with this now? Yeah. What am I supposed to talk about it or not talk about it? And he didn't talk about it, which I think was the right thing, because you're doing a thing like that for, not just for that night. It would have been Hard to follow, I yeah. think, in a way. Uh, you know, somebody watching it two years later. Because it's all about context. That night, it was all everybody was thinking about. But yeah. context-wise, it would have been. Two years later, it's like, what happened again with the thing? It would have killed the special. Yeah. And he also was on a tear that night. He, he did was. like He was so good that yeah. night. I think the thing to do in that situation is to acknowledgement to the crowd, not in the context of the taping of the show, but to like, as a human, mm-hmm. you know, you're all in the space together and you're all probably questioning whether you should have stuck around mm-hmm. or bailed and, and, you know, gone back to be with someone. I think it's, it's worth acknowledging and, and, uh, kind of addressing it before you go into the material. Yeah. But you, it's, there's no right answer for any of that stuff. I'm looking, cause we're doing this hashtag. I put out the luckiest people alive mm-hmm. for tonight. Here are some of the things that have come up so far. Steve Wilkos, the, <laughs> the Jerry's, I gotta say that person might have finished the it. topic. <laughs> I think the topic might be done now. Steve. Yeah. Jerry Springer's <laughs> muscle bound bouncer who got his own show for years and is probably, I mean, how much money does Steve will probably Eight million dollars he probably has in the bank, right? Like not a ton of money in show business terms. But enough to live off yeah. of the interest. Comfortable. Yeah. He's he can travel yeah. with his family. For life he's yeah. taken care of now. For for being able to grab people <laughs> fake running at each other uh-huh. for fights. Hey. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> Betty, <laughs> who else is here? I see, uh, here's uh, Adrian Grenier. Is on there. Lucas Haas. That's a weird one. That is a weird one. That's a weird I one. wouldn't think. Oh, you know who has it so easy? In 1999. Lucas Haas. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I would say, when you're painting the thing, it's just like, okay, post, what, <laughs> Mars Attacks? He was in Mars Attacks? Yeah. Really? He was. He was the kid in Mars. Is he in Attack. Brick? Brick? Was he in Brick? I believe so. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he was in Brick. And then uh I don't think he I don't think he's been so lucky. Not that he's unlucky or bad or anything. It's like you don't just think of him as being on Easy Street. <laughs> Lucas Haas. He's great though. Bob Zamuda. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Check. <laughs> yeah, that's a big check. Um, he's still floating around. He's a floater, all right. Yeah, he is. He uh, he's a floater, <laughs> all right. See, I saw how you slipped in your your filth. Wait, comedy. Do you think that was blue? I'm not coming from a blue place. Mike, what's the what's the judge the judge on filth comedy saying somebody is a floater? <laughs> You're good. Okay. But if he's good on it, that means it was filthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Clara O'Kane. Yes. You started doing comedy where? In San Francisco. In San Francisco. City by the by the bay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city that's known for things like Fisherman's Wharf. There you go. Or <laughs> Madame Tussauds at Fisherman's <laughs> yeah, Wharf. Yes. The Ben and Jerry's at Fisherman's <laughs> Wharf, Alcatraz, yes. the seals, the sea lions, sea lions, seals. Mm-hmm. the sea lions. Do you like the sea lions? I like. The I, sea I lions. like watching them. Yeah, just kind of be. You ever watch? Around. Yeah, you ever watch the sea lions? Lance? Oh yeah, I go there all the time. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's great. I went there once. I saw Hank Azaria watching the sea lions, <laughs> and then all I did was watch Hank Azaria watch the sea lions. <laughs> Do you ever like, watch them gang up on one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that dynamic? What's going on? Because I, for people who don't know, in San Francisco, in the late 80s, I think after the earthquake or the early 90s, whatever, the sea lions just showed up at and started hanging out. They just showed up and then they and then the city gave them like pier, like what do you call those little like raft, rafty things? What are they? Like a jetty? A jetty, yes. Thank you. I'm not very nautical. I don't know why you would look at me like, why does he not know nautical I didn't terms? know. I was looking. I was projecting. It's, I think of them as just floating, <laughs> floating rafty things. Uh-huh. And these sea lions, like hundreds of them, just pile on those things. And they lay there all day. 
And now people just come and stare at them. And then, but then when you walk, you think, oh, the sea lions is going to be so much fun. And then they do. They just shove each other yeah. around and scream in each other's faces. <laughs> and they're, cause they're just trying to get sun. Yeah. But then they'll just like straight up, like just shove. Yeah. In other words, just like uh, uh. push them. <laughs> Suddenly see a sea lion get pushed into the bay. There's only so much space on the jetties. Yeah. But they yes. definitely gang up on someone. Won't let them get back up. No. No. Stay down. Sounds like a Viceland show. <laughs> right? Get a couple GoPros. Strap a couple GoPros to some sea lions' foreheads. Right? Sea lion. Sea lion. What if we call it? And I'm... Yes, I'm pitching. Straight up pitching you this show now. Great. We call it... Wharftown, USA, right? <laughs> and we one element of it is the sea lions. We'll strap cameras to their heads. Other things we'll go with, we'll just, uh, we'll put GoPros inside bread bowls of, <laughs> of, uh, of Manhattan and New England clam chowder. And people, you watch them realize that they're being filmed as they work their way through a, Loaf of bread filled with soup. And then uh, what else is down there that we can film? Dude's painted silver, right? There's the Bushman. What? Oh, that's right. The Bush. Yeah. Somebody was talking about the Bushman a couple weeks ago. On this show? Right? The Bushman? Yes. Somebody was talking about the Bushman. He was, what, he was a dude who jumped out. He just had a couple of sticks in front of him, mm -hmm. and he'd be just very, like, next to a trash can okay. where no one could see him coming up. But you see, people are surrounded, so there's a ruckus. Uh-huh. But if you're not paying attention, yeah. you would just walk right past him, and then he, <laughs> he spooks you <laughs> out of nowhere. But then he, he like, got thrashed or something, right? He's, I think something bad happened to Like, him. he's not with us anymore, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. They might have... Maybe rest in peace, Bushman. <laughs> Maybe. Let's just say rest in peace, Bushman. Prove us wrong. Right? <laughs> Looking at this here. Who is this? The base, <laughs> the bassist from Coldplay. Somebody saying luckiest people of all. <laughs> I would, I could see that. Yeah, that's up there. Coldplay bassist. I couldn't think of a Coldplay bass line to save my life. Trying to think. All I think of when I think of Coldplay is that one song that's like, maybe the bass is boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I picture. Maybe he's not even on it. No, it's just piano. It's like Chris Martin's like, all right, we'll do the bass later, and finally's like, all right, let's just put this thing out. <laughs> like, so we're gonna do my bass part. <laughs> it's number one. Just shut up. You're still getting paid for it. As long as you're wearing your weird patchy. Those weird Sergeant Pepper, ripped up Sergeant Pepper jackets that they were wearing for a while. You ever notice when bands and musical, like David Bowie had like maybe, it's like people just like, David Bowie died, everybody got to look at the whole career and be like, oh my God, he's was my favorite person ever. And I'm one of those people. But then I also was just like, wow, there's like a good 12 years where he was the worst dressed <laughs> rock artist, his Union Jack, Alexander long, Union Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. those long coats, mm -hmm. orange hair. Yeah, and the ripped up clothes when he would wear like those. He wore a lot of ripped, yeah, kind of 
reconstituted clothes. <laughs> it was like looked like a like Oliver Twist chic, like some <laughs> version of that. So yeah, the bass is from Coldplay. Lars Ulrich. The dancing guy from Mighty Mighty Boss Towns. That's a really good yeah. one. That's a good one. I would say anybody in Mighty Mighty Boss Towns. <laughs> Those dudes have that's a that's a pretty sweet run they've had. Yeah. <laughs> that one song, that guy can't sing. You listen, it's like double tracked. He's still terrible singer. What did you do when all that ska stuff was coming through Central Jersey, North Jersey? A whole lot of nothing. I stayed away from <laughs> you, that. It went right. Every... It was huge in New yeah. Jersey. New Jersey was one of the biggest places for ska. Full of rude boys. Full of. I don't know if they were rude. They were just <laughs> rude dudes. Yeah, rude like, not dudes. Even, not even rude boys. Just rude dudes. Rude bras. So you skipped all those shows at the Court Tavern and City Gardens when that would all go on? I would go see other things there. I saw some good stuff at City Gardens. City Gardens. Imagine mm-hmm. a giant black box yeah. dropped from the sky <laughs> into, into a an industrial park in Trenton. Uh-huh. The scariest neighborhood ever. <laughs> and then bands you want to see play there. But you're worried your car is not going to be there when you go, when you leave the venue. Right. Is what City Gardens was like. Like, everybody played there, and it was always terrifying. Just imagine that. that it's awesome. like the smell. Yeah. That place. That, oh, now I can. When I went I there mm-hmm. to the smell in Los Angeles, I was just like, oh, this is the first time I felt that city gardens <laughs> feeling in years. And it was like, this place, <laughs> the funniest thing, the smell, it's just like, I was like, this place smells disgusting. And then it's like, yeah, it's called the smell. <laughs> it smells in here. The city gardens was like three times bigger than the smell. Oh, city gardens was enormous. Yeah. yeah. Is it just one big room? It's one large room. There's a bar in the very back back. Yes. They do some stuff in mm-hmm. and like John Stewart was a bartender there. James Murphy worked the door. Mm-hmm. It was just a crazy combination of characters and people. But on the whole, it was a huge room. Yeah. Yeah. That would have like like Guar played there a lot. Sure, like Guar considered <laughs> City Gardens, like regular. yeah, just like put a star next to that one on the tour itinerary, like putting that Guar putting the tour together, playing City Gardens, right? Odorous, Yongerous. I can't. So, San Francisco. Yes. Then you moved to Los Angeles. Then I moved to L.A. But. You and I, we mm-hmm. met. We met in Los Angeles the first time. We did. When it was at the, because you know you go to a museum in Los Angeles and it has to be about movies. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Only. Yeah. The Los Angeles. What is it? It's, it's LACMA. LACMA. Yes. Mm-hmm. So naturally, you go to LACMA and it's a thing about movies. Mm-hmm. But it, I can't say it's any different here when there was actually, for a really long time. The like the uh, uh, like uh, Tim Burton had his oh, thing. Yeah. Of course, it's like I tried to get into that, and you couldn't get you in. Couldn't get in. Yeah, people are going cuckoo. You over couldn't it. stare at his drawings of uh, <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah. It's like these are. There should be just a show business museum, right? Shouldn't yeah. there just be a show business museum? Definitely. So we met at that while we mm-hmm. were. I uh, I saw you. And I recognized you. And I was probably staring at uh, 
his notebook or <laughs> sure. something mm-hmm. through a a scribble. Yes. Through a piece of glass. Yes. And I approached. And we we talked and had a nice conversation. Yes. But then, that is just a mere <laughs> bagatelle before the main symphony mm-hmm. of the next time we met. The year is 2015, January 2015. Mm-hmm. The city is San Francisco. Japantown. Japantown. Mm-hmm. Right before the sketch fest, I'm in town doing the tribute to uh, Sharpling and Worcester. You're at the hotel in the lobby and you say, hey, how are you? And we talked and you said you were doing a show that night and we had a nice conversation, yes. right? But then what happened? We're sitting in the lobby. Yeah. We kind of look over and you say, that's Patty Smith. And I say, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And you're like, I saw her earlier. I just keep seeing her. <laughs> the worst feeling I keep, ever. I keep this, seeing her and I say, oh, that's, that's great. This and she feels, walks out. She yeah. was playing at the Fillmore. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we, we parted ways. Yeah. It was an exciting moment. Yeah. And then I went into the elevator with her. That day? Oh, yeah. The same day? Yeah. Wow. But you were right there when it went down. You could have stopped it. <laughs> Why didn't you stop me? I had a feeling something would go oh, wrong. You could have spared me the indignity of getting dragged into the the story that will never, <laughs> I will ever, never, ever, never, never, ever shake that story. How often do you think about it? How think? often do I think about yeah. it? Mm-hmm. What triggers it? I don't mind it when I think about it in my own mind and I'm just like, and there's times I'll actually think about Patty Smith and forget that, that yeah, I that have this, yeah, that this is what I should, this is what I'm now apparently supposed to think of when I think of Patty Smith. I guess when sometimes when some, when somebody comes up to me and they just say like, Oh my God, that Patty Smith thing was so <laughs> stupid. Like they're, when they're just like taking such glee in how embarrassing it is, is I'll just be like, Oh, you're right. That, but then I end up feeling like, all right, could that happen anybody? Yeah. Right. It's totally if, relatable. I don't know if anybody would bring up humble pie. I think that's <laughs> your, that's on you. But you, no, it's all on me. I'll bear the, I bear the 100% of the burden of it. It's a great story. But that it, but it's like everybody has a thing like that. Lance, you must have a thing where you met somebody and put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, for sure. What's one that comes to mind? You don't. You don't have to tell the whole thing. <laughs> Just say the name. It was on. It was Patty Smith related. It was uh, in 1995. She started doing public performances again mm-hmm. a little bit, and uh, Lucas Haas was around. Come to think of it, yes. he so, was hanging out with uh, Lucky Lewis, Michael Stipe. Okay, and uh, Michael was going to go tag along on the the tour that she did opening for Bob Dylan. Uh, did like a string of dates. Uh, in Philadelphia at okay. the Electric Factory and then kind of from New York and all down the East Coast and uh, 
So Michael tagged along to take photographs and, and I was traveling with him and then drove him down the rest of the way to, to Athens where we both lived at the time. And, uh, we like, I think Michael had met Dylan before, but I hadn't met him and mm-hmm. was nervous about what to say or how to interact with him. And people kind of kept away from him. Like all the kind of concert promoter worker people had a sense of like, don't get in his way or, mm-hmm. or mess with him or whatever. And then there was a, a pinball game in the dressing room of the electric factory of the last action hero. And so I was uh, playing that video game and everyone else had kind of cleared out of the room because it was supposed to be his time to get ready before going on stage. Uh-huh. And I had like, you know, three or four quarters already yeah, yeah, loaded in yeah. and didn't realize that everyone had kind of like shifted out to give him his space yeah. and ended up like disrupting him in his prep time before the show by playing the last action hero pinball game and then could not think of a polite way to to once I stopped playing and realized what was going mm-hmm. on that I was like fucking with his pre See, you did thing. it. Yeah. And then managed no, you to just cursed. slide out. Oh. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm oh sorry, guys. God, get out. Can you believe this is... Wow. What's going on here, Mike? Wow. With these guys. <laughs> it's the Jonah Ray effect. I don't... Yeah. It's Jonah Ray, the pioneer. All right. <laughs> so that's the story. That's the story. That's Thank story. you for the story. That's a terrible... Yes. Because... Yeah. You're playing pin, but so loud and, yes. and so dumb. Claire. Yes. Okay. Yes. At baby's first gun. gun. Mm-hmm. Claire O'Kane was taken. Yeah. I should say. I should mm-hmm. preface that. Sure. So naturally, you had to go to baby's first gun uh-huh. as the next. Yeah. Not the Claire O'Kane or. I think that might be taken too. I I don't know. The Claire O'Kane? I'm going to just get one of them tonight. and <laughs> Snatch it up. Just start running my own account. Do you have a story like that? I don't. If I do, I I think I'd block it out. Sure. You just instantly. I did. Well. See, here it comes. I met Louis C.K. once. Okay. And, uh. It was in the green room of a show. A bunch of comedians were in there, and he came in. It was a surprise guest, and mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. Sure. And uh, we kind of went to both look at water bottles at the same time, look for a water, mm-hmm. and there weren't any in there. And I was like, okay. uh, I, I think I know where they are. So I yeah. nervously ran down the hall to yeah. ask. I was like... Uh-huh. Lucy Key needs water. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just and no person was trying to talk to me and have a nice conversation. It was like, oh, it's nice to see. You. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta go get this water. Yeah. And so <laughs> I couldn't find any. Yeah. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, I couldn't find us any water. So uh-huh. he's like, oh no, it's totally fine. I went, oh, okay, great. And then I just flipped him off for no reason and. Walked out and walked away. Yeah, that I'm gonna say, but you did the. You probably did it the right way. Yeah. How so? It was your final. Your, it was your. It was your departing gesture. Yeah. And then you didn't stand there and like say like waiting for him to laugh or something. No. Like he was just eating your dust at that point. I'm sweaty thinking about it. Well, uh, welcome. To the club. <laughs> I feel bad about myself. <laughs> but a huge fan. Wow, big fan. Yes. What if I had done something terrible to you at that museum? I think I was nervous about that too, but I think I kept my cool. 
I was, I was a fan then, too. Well, I was nervous at that museum because I stole his notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> I had them in my jacket at that point. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick's Lolita notes. <laughs> so, guys, gals, guy and gal, like I'm guys. There's one gal, one guy. Well, there's two guys. I'm a guy. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna thank you guys for coming in. Thank you. Yeah, for I appreciate us. you coming. I know it was so last minute. Yeah. Thank you for coming. You had you went to Wawa for the first time today. Oh man. Right? What an experience. Touchscreen hoagies. Yeah. Three words. No, it's not like a burger LA's all burger places and everything. <laughs> Here it's you pull in, you punch it in on a screen, <laughs> and then they make you exactly what you want. Yes. With no creative input on their own. Mm-hmm. Make my sandwich. Mike? Yes. You like Wawa? No, I don't really go there. Oh, a, that's right. Mike is a quick check. Quick check? Yeah. we got to check that out. No, you don't. <laughs> quick check is basically like Wawa, but like worse in every way. Mm-hmm. It's just worse. Literally every way it could come in second, it comes in second. <laughs> Worse donuts, worse uh, sandwich thing, worse pre-made snacks, <laughs> worse gas. Just the worst, Mike. Yeah. Worse gas. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the guys pumping it are creeps. The pump men. The pump men. That's the thing in New Jersey. Can't pump your own gas. Yeah, that makes me nervous. To what? I just don't know how to deal with it. It's the greatest thing ever. Do you just sit in your car and yeah. then you give them your card? This is what you say. Fill it up with 87, please. Wow. And then they say, then four minutes later they come back and you sign a thing. It's the greatest. Your hands don't smell like gasoline. I like doing it myself. But it I'll... creates jobs. That's true. Uh, that's and it's cheaper in New Jersey. The gas is cheaper. It's so cheap. How much is a gallon in California? Oh, we're at a we're at a hot two thirty probably. Yeah, here it's like one thirty. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy, but you know what else is crazy? Anybody who doesn't watch Flophouse. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now again, where do people see this show Flophouse, which is this this narrative stand up variety <laughs> reality Docu. show docu show? Uh, it's on television. It's what Heard we used to be. Channel H two is now Viceland, mm-hmm. so yes. all the major, you know, Directv, Dish Network, Time Warner, all those mm-hmm. have it. And then if you don't have cable, you can watch it online at viceland.com. And then there's also an app that you can use on like Roku or Apple TV or mm-hmm. your Android phone or iPhone. That's like a Viceland app. Okay, so and, it's out there. And there's all sorts of shows coming up. Yeah, this is my last pitch, Lance Bangs, executive at Viceland. Picture AP Mike. It's a show called Mike and Spike Do America. <laughs> oh my God. Right? <laughs> uh, on, on, and they're on like, what should they be driving? What should they be driving in? A dune buggy? An old bookmobile bus. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. An old bookmobile bus. Oh my God. Something this... where the back opens with yeah. two doors. And they yeah. can just kind of sit. And Mike yeah. does readings in every town. Yeah. And the two of them 
just come out of the back of that bookmobile. How can you not walk this to him? <laughs> I can go walk, walk it down the hall tomorrow. Later tonight. Tonight. Later tonight, walk it yeah. down the hall. I still like your first idea. Walk it. Oh, what, the uh, the Wharf Town USA? Yeah. <laughs> Bring Kurt Vile out there. Get Kurt Vile. I'm Wharf telling you. on drugs. Wharf on drugs. <laughs> and we get, what's his face? The guy from uh, Star Trek to, who played Wharf. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. He's and people he's just go watch the sea lions. <laughs> what is his name? Michael um Michael Warren. Michael Dorn. He's like this guy, Michael Dorn. He's like <laughs> currently correct me if I'm wrong. Not sure people I'm pretty sure I'm right about this one though. With no claim to the character, he like currently still like does like wharf stuff online it's just like you realize we hired you to play Worf you don't have control of Worf like you don't get to like keep figuring out what Worf is up to now and all that stuff just like but he's I think he's still like kind of but he'd be what if we call it Worf it up right and he's like hello everybody it's me Michael Dorn welcome to the Fisherman's Wharf (laughs) this is San Francisco <laughs> Alcatraz, <laughs> Madame Tussauds, Ben and Jerry's. I'm <laughs> and he's out there with the sea lions. Mm-hmm. Imagine him on one of those jetties, <laughs> just getting Wang, shoved off. Sea lion shoves him in, <laughs> wharf makeup, <laughs> just coming off in the Mike, and Mike would be out there on a jetty. Him and Spike Jones. <laughs> Out on the jetty. I'm telling you, you just got to get Mike and Spike Jones. Wild Things too, right? <laughs> Picture Mike as one of the wild things. Hey, what's up? I'm, I'm where the wild things are. <laughs> the crack of a Coors Light inside the costume. <laughs> yes. This, Sealed this 11, drinking. Yeah, this 11-foot high costume. <laughs> and you just know he's filling the top four feet of it with just Coors Light. You're not working the eyes too good there in there, Mike. You good? What? All right. Enough of picking on Mike. Thank you guys for yeah, coming. Yeah, thanks by. for having us Thank in. Thank you for having us. Of course. Us. Claire O'Kane and Lance Bangs. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Burke. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.